Welcome. It's another edition of Making Money. Ron Hebert, the financial coach, joins us. We're going to talk about position sizing. I'm Gord Whitehead, retired broadcaster. Ron, when we when we invest, we take positions in different sectors of the market. Let's say, as an example, we want to invest in precious metals. Well, you don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Is that basically what the philosophy is here? The philosophy is we're going to be talking about position sizing. And let's give you a definition of that to start. Position sizing is the part of your investment strategy that dictates how much of your portfolio you place into any given stock, bond, commodity, or investment asset of any type. And generally, mutual funds and ETFs, because they're diversified so broadly to begin with, uh, we don't, we're not including them in our discussion today of concentration, but you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. I mean, that's a, that's a very good way of, of, of putting it, Gord, because what tends to happen when you do that, all of a sudden you get all these questions, which I've heard over the years. It sounded like such a sure thing. How am I ever going to live this down? You know? My relative, friend, slash broker, whoever was that uh, recommended this to you, boy, they're a moron. You know, I'm never going to invest again. I hear that all the time after they blow themselves out. Or I'm going to have to sell my house and downsize. Or I'm going to have to get a second job. Or I'm going to have to postpone my retirement. So what they're saying is they, they put too much of their capital on a risky bet and they blew their brains out. So what do you do here? How do you, how do you prevent that from happening? Well, uh, you first of all, you have to understand what we're talking about. So a good example is suppose you have a portfolio that is a million dollars in size and you want to take a 2% weighting uh, in any security. Well, that would be $20,000. A 5% weighting, if you had a million dollar portfolio, would be a weighting in any individual security of $50,000. So you have to understand what the terms are, and then we can get right into what the importance of uh, position sizing actually is, because it, it's enormously uh, important for your economic survival. So we want to we want to think in percentages then. We want to definitely think in percentages. It's far easier to calculate things than twenty two thousand nine hundred and thirty four dollars and twenty six cents. You just go well. I'm going to put two percent as a basic rule. You say I'm going to have two percent or three percent or five percent or whatever your number is, and that's that's the the amount I'm going to allow myself to be in any particular security. So I would think it, doing this strategy then. It, you're preventing yourself from getting slaughtered because you're, you're, you're spreading it across a bunch of different domains. They charitably call it in the industry, Gord, catastrophic loss. And investors that experience a financial implosion that sees essentially a large chunk of their capital vaporize into thin air are guilty of ignoring this rule. So that's what catastrophic loss is. And people get so excited about the prospect of having a great deal of their money or making a great deal of their money over a short period of time that they go all in on an investment, placing the majority of their capital on a single bet. And you just don't want to do that. We've seen this before. Uh, I, I know I've had friends that, that have gone down this road and it's cost them. Yeah, you know, and and, and sure, maybe the the... You've got a one out of a hundred bet that it works out. Well, in that one out of a hundred bet, it means that one out of a hundred people is going to have a mansion with a butler, and the other ninety-nine are going to be in the poorhouse. 
Okay, so let's take a look at this in, in sort of a, a macro view. All investing is about surviving, right? Yeah, yeah. And all or nothing is about extinction. And we're not talking about financial extinction. We haven't spent the last almost five years doing this show promoting uh, unique ways that you can blow yourselves up. We want you to, to, to uh, spend some time and get some good investment habits because investing is a marathon, not a bet the farm or all uh, or nothing sprint. And so you just have to understand the math behind loss. And if you don't understand the math behind loss, you need to take a few minutes just to figure out what it would cost you if you lost a lot of money. And, and we're going to get into some math here, which is what you're pretty good at. you got some examples here. Yeah. The bigger the loss, the harder the recovery. You know, a 50% loss means that the next recovery, to get back to grade, break even, uh, you need a double. You have a 75% loss, you need a 300% gain to recover. You lose 90% of your money, you need 900% to recover. And most people would be lucky in their lifetime if they ever had an investment that triple, let alone go up 900%. So usually when you dig yourself an enormous hole, it's almost impossible to get yourself out. And so, you know, we talked about the analogy of uh, one in a hundred ends up with a butler in the mansion. But on the other side of the table, you get people repeating the same thing over and over again. So uh, they've got a one in a hundred bet. Well, they keep doing that over and over again. And you look at the math, it doesn't improve if you're doing one in a hundred over and over again. It means that you're going to run out of capital uh, long before you normally get lucky. Okay, so you talked about the way that you invest, and, and I'm familiar with your strategy here. You limit percentages, right? Yeah. So I limit my purchases to positions, usually my own portfolio, of 3%, which means that uh, you divide 3% into 100. It means that I roughly have 33 positions. And, of course, uh, bigger institutions will often limit their size to 2% or less, sometimes 1%, sometimes half a percent. So, you know, you got a big pension fund. They might have hundreds of different securities. Um, and I generally will start trimming my positions when they get to be 10%, and I never let them exceed 20%. So I want them to grow. It doesn't mean they go from 3% to 35 and I'm already cutting back because I have lots of positions in my portfolio that are up four, five, six times. But when they get to a point where they're between that 10 and 20% of my entire portfolio, yeah, I start trimming them back. And I want to let my winners run, but I want to do it within reason gourd. Okay, so when we, when we, we start looking at this, before you start, what should you do? What are, what are the, are the get-yourself-in-the-blocks positions here? Yeah. Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to have a cooling off period after you've heard a hot story. And this gives you the literally the chance to let the right side of your brain kind of take over from the left side of your lizard side of your brain in the decision-making process. And generally, I find that, I mean, everybody's a little bit different, but I know I find personally, if I'm hot and bothered about an idea, if I put a cold rag on my head and lay down on the couch for two or three days, usually uh, I get more realistic about my expectations. So a couple of days often is, is what you really need to let logic sink in and uh, drain out some of the emotion in the decision. We've all heard the, oh, this thing's going to go up, but you should take a look at, okay, what could cause it to go down? 
Yeah, and, and you know, that's one of the main reasons that we do this radio show is because typically when you're listening to um, an individual or a research report telling you all the reasons that it's going to go up, well, to have a balanced discussion you also want to make a, a list of all the reasons it could go the other way. And so when we're talking about, especially about individual sectors or individual securities even, we list the things that could go right for them, but we also list the things where you could really get your bell rung if they go wrong. And to make an informed decision, you you got to spend the time doing your homework. If you want to own individual securities and you're not willing to do the homework, you should stay far, far away. How many times over the years have we said, do your research, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, uh, if you want to make money, if you want to be financially secure, you've got to do your homework. Okay, so we've gotten into this. Things have maybe gone a little wonky, and we're going, oh, no, what have I done? You're feeling a little overwhelmed. What, what's the process there? Well, you know, even uh, Warren Buffett and investors of his stature occasionally get overwhelmed by emotion and negativity. And usually they just knock off for a while, go for a walk, talk to uh, uh, their mentor um, or uh, talk to a, a person who's a financial sounding board for them. So if you're just feeling overwhelmed by a situation, don't react. Spend some time, get some advice, go for a walk, cool off, think about things, uh, develop a strategy, you know. Freaking out is not a strategy. You want to have a defined strategy on what you want to do. And often it helps to have someone who you can get on the phone with and say, look, I got myself in a pickle here. What should I do? And it, it, this is the, the fundamental rule about investing. It's all about risk management, right? Like you, you have to consider what the downsides can be. You just don't look at the positive and think, oh, man, I put this money in here and it's going to make me 60% over the next two years. That's not the approach to take. No. Our approach on this show is all about high probability outcomes. In other words, looking at investments that historically have had a much higher probability of going up than going down. And then with the positioning strategy, you take an appropriate weighting or position size in them and wait, uh, wait it out and, and let time work in your favor. And generally, that approach... Uh, has made a lot of people money over the decades. And so uh, if you want to make money over time, look at things that have high probabilities of success and do it over and over again. All right, there you go. Sage words from Ron Hebert, the financial coach. Did this for four decades, folks. Managed other people's money. He knows of what he speaks. Um, I like talking investing with him. That's why we do the show called Making Money. Remember, if you if you have a topic that you think we've missed in the past, and we've covered a lot of stuff. We haven't covered everything. We try our best. Send us a suggestion. Let'smakemoney.ca is our website. You can also find uh, access to all our archive podcasts there, or you can visit cfcw.com where the show is hosted. We'll be back again next week with another installment of Making Money. We look forward to having you join us. On behalf of the financial coach, Ron Hebert, I'm Gord Whitehead. Thanks for listening.